So, as I was talking to my sons, we were talking about um, the difference between the different animes and a whole lot of bullshit uh, between Goku and Saitama. And in myself, I believe, regardless, uh, you know, uh, Saitama beats Goku all, 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 all day long. Um, but on top of that, I also believe that they need to watch some additional anime, right? And some of the animes that I like to, um, pull out off my hat is, you know, one of the biggest ones is Akame Got Kill. Um, one of the best animes of, of that time, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, right or wrong, you know, prove me wrong. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Trey. Um so between the Saitama and Goku, um I think Saitama compares to Arale from Super, which is Arale is a complete gag character. Vegeta brings it up. She's able to completely launch Vegeta and then keep up with the speed that she launches him at. And she's able to split the world in half. I mean, I know that um that episode was um filler episode but Arale when she uses her move times 100 is able to keep it with Goku Super Saiyan Blue times 10 which I think where Saitama would max out even at the manga version now where Akame got killed I, I love that anime the only problem is that they were killing off characters left and right and I feel like I wasn't I was not able to connect with the character because they were dying way too soon the only one that i was able to really connect to was the green haired one where he's talking about oh i'm all alone as he was falling from the sky landing onto the spikes even the main character um as death was in love with him and she killed him off and akame was the only one left i don't think she should have been the main character because i feel like the main character is the only one who survives um so we're saying that the guy who um inherits the sh- whatever his name is, I don't remember the character, um, he wasn't even the main character, it was Akame, um, saying the name Akame got killed, makes her the main character, which I don't feel like she was the main character, I feel like it was the guy who died to S death, um, but with Akame got killed, we were not able to make a connection with all the characters who died, even the antagonists who died. Um, Whoa, I, I definitely have to say real quick that the only reason they were killing off characters and it ended the way it did was because the anime was distancing itself way too far from the manga because it was supposed to end like with the manga ending but it ended up going a different path and that's why it's going the way it did but i mean if you're going to try and even physically follow the manga i feel like you have to follow the manga um i feel like you shouldn't try to distance yourself from the manga because even with um, animes like Hunter x Hunter, I know we're getting a new um, season this year. After seven years. After seven years of a hiatus from the manga creator. Um, I feel like we could have gotten a season of filler. Um, because Hunter x Hunter is one of the top selling mangas. And we could have had something that could have kept um, people connected to Hunter x Hunter. I feel like they'll be able to connect with Gon more but since we've seen Gon and we've seen what his final form is we honestly 
don't know what is going to happen because with how Kilua was so concerned with Gon, we don't even know if Gon is alive right now. Um, we don't know if he's going to be revived. We don't know if he's still alive. We don't know if Kilua is going to take over the story. If um, Lilorio is going to take over. Um, if Gon is going to go on a hiatus. If Gon is going to find his dad or anything like that. Um, I guess we're going to figure out what the manga does. Because I feel like the anime is going to follow the manga. Okay. Alright. Well, Goblin Slayer. One of the best animes in the last couple years. Uh, changed my mind. Jordan. <laughs> so, what are we the first episode? Someone gets raped, but okay. Um, Goblin Slayer is an anime that I watched, and that is as far as I can really get into this show. Um, it's definitely really good, right? Um, Thank you. But for me personally, I think the best anime to come, best anime to come out in that year, because when did that come out? Like 2020. He said, he said Goblin Slayer. Uh, Goblin Slayer came out like, what, 2020? Yeah, no, Goblin Slayer definitely got overshadowed. I, I didn't know about Goblin Slayer until he told me about it. Of course I did. Like, I, I watched I it. I put y'all on. You didn't put me on. Let's, let, let's be clear. I put y'all on to a lot of anime, right? Goblin Slayer was one of those animes that was under the radar for a lot of for a lot of anime watchers. But when you started watching it, the first anime, the first episode enthralled you. It brought you in. Right? It did. It did for a lot of different reasons, right? It showed it showed it, it showed some very um uh, 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 uh um scenes that were, you know, un 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 unused to when it came to a certain, you know, anime watchers of that time it showed some rape scenes and so on and so on so um when goblin slayer came out and i put y'all on to it 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 was one of those animes that to me at that time peaked at the top of of everything changed my mind um goblin slayer i feel like kind of classifies into the same anime as classroom of the elite um, I haven't finished neither of those animes. Goblin Slayer, I kind of finished at episode 9. But Classroom of the Elite, I kind of feel like I can connect to the characters because there's a difference. Um, Goblin Slayer, they're just killing goblins in a way. But Classroom of the Elite, I feel like I can feel like some character growth. The thing is that with Goblin Slayer, um, since it came out in that 2018-2019 season, it's kind of overshadowed by animes like early early my hero in season one even still dragon ball super because dragon ball super was in its peak with um goku versus jiren one piece is still there naruto and baroso is still there bleach is still there goblin slayer is just any other shonen it's repetitive it's just them killing goblins and then them fighting a bigger goblin or Whatever they fight, I just feel like Goblin Slayer is kind of overrated in my opinion. I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely have to agree with him. Uh, I feel like there was a very more underrated shonen that came out, which is called Radiant. I found Radiant to be a very fun thing to watch. Radiant, 
And I give you that. Yeah, Radiant was very funny. I will give you that. Radiant was a very good anime. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't want to say it, it peaked over Goblin Slayer based on the just veracity of uh, anime um, of things that happened during that season. Um, well, Goblin Slayer actually got a movie, which was better than the second season. So, but um, yeah, Variant. Uh, what is it? Variant. Radiant. Radiant got a second season, and it was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It, it kept me engrossed. Well, it kept you engrossed. It didn't kept me engrossed. But I fell asleep. Continue. Yeah, I would also like to say uh, Darling and the Franks came out at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that was good either. But like, <laughs> Darling and the Franks is one of those shows where I kept only watching just because... Um, I feel like Darling the Franks doesn't even um, warrant a conversation here. Um, Goblin Slayer, I feel like it's kind of like a shonen anime. Um, I don't even, I can't even tell. Well, who, Goblin Slayer isn't shonen. I can't even tell who the main character is. I don't know if it's the Angel Girl or if it's the Goblin Slayer. But all I know is that they slay goblins, and that's all they do is slay goblins. The problem, okay. So let me let me be clear, right? Goblin Slayer, yes, it is exactly about slaying goblins. But that show shows that. So first and foremost, the first episode, the um, there's some protag- the the protagonists go out there and they say, "Oh, I'm gonna go. We gonna go slay goblins, right?" Because at that point in time, they feel that goblins have no mental capacity to you know undertake or to take down um any adventurers right and as those adventurers go into the goblin cave they realize oh shit we are fucking we you know we're, we 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 didn't fucked up right we didn't we didn't thought these goblins to be meaningless bums and now you know we getting fucked up right the guy right waves a big ass sword and the sword is so long that it hits the top of the fucking cave and he can't wait he can't uh kill the goblins in front of him and then the girl doesn't realize that oh shit i'm fucked up so now you know two of them getting raped you know what i'm saying so i think goblin slayer the first episode clearly shows you that goblins are just not goblins and that's why the goblin slayer is out there to kill the motherfuckers um yeah sure goblin slayer we know about how even the lowest of characters are not to be um just forgotten they can underestimated they can have a main part in the story however the goblin slayer or the knight is how i would call him is just so used to goblins and even though the ogre comes he just has a team that can just help defeat and can help defeat the ogre and as we know in the story there are even greater characters like a dragon and other characters that um even like um reincarnated as a slime i think is what the anime yeah. is called 
branches off to. I think that's a better anime because it branches off into the other characters besides goblins. And um, what I think is that um, Goblin Slayer kind of does match it to normal shonen characters or animes because it shows that, hey, there's a main character and side characters can play a major role in how you can defeat this main antagonist. I will, I will have to agree that Reincarnated as a Slime does a much better job with portraying monsters in a new light. They're not just meaningless enemies that you're just able to kill for experience. They kind of just, they have their own mind. They have their own characterization. And they have their own world. And the way they see things is from a different perspective or, or of um, how we see it as like humans. So that's why I think Reincarnated Slime is a just better adaptation. Fire Force, another great anime okay. that y'all probably have never watched, or if y'all have, um, it, it is probably one of the best animes because the story, and not just the story, but it was almost of that that mind frame of like you wanted to know more, you want to know more about the world, want to know more about what happened. Fire Force, um, one of the top five animes to me. Fire Force, I, I'm sorry. Fire Force, Shinra as a main character, I would say is great. He has, a, he has an okay upcoming, but the problem with Fire Force is kind of the same problem as old anime has. It just... <laughs> It just doesn't have a hook. It just doesn't have well, the no, hook. I feel like it has a hook, but it's just not an intriguing hook. It's just what? not. It's just <laughs> not. It's just not a good hook it's, that other new gen anime. It's no, that it's other new gens like Black Clover and Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer like and it, My Hero no, have. No, I feel like with Black Clover. Black Clover is three hundred fucking episodes. No, Black Clover is one sixty. Fuck y'all. Black Clover has a hook. It starts off as a kid who has no magic powers. He gets a rare clover, a five leaf clover. No, okay, okay. So here's what's the difference between that and bleach? So here's what I will say. What's the difference between that and bleach? Here's what I okay. So bleach. Okay, so in bleach, essentially, I can't. I don't remember like really off top of my head. Essentially, he has nothing, and then he gets something. That is literally the whole thing. So, That's what happens. So what we're doing is that we're basically comparing Black Clover to Bleach. Um, is that I would say the main would the say. main character starts from nothing. He gets a power that yeah, is that is basically overpowered. That can overpower any antagonist, durotagonist, anybody that stands in his way. That's what I like about shonen anime. Is that anime characters you like overpower character? Is that anime characters that start from nothing? And get something from a secondary source. Well, that's the problem, right? Is that... Here's the deal. I think Black Clover did it well. I think Demon Slayer... Demon Slayer did it well because it was a slow process. I think Fire Force... Shinra already had the power. And just had to, you know, obviously get better with it. It's just the way they went about the whole hook of literally... Hey, I lost my family. I have no idea where my brother is. That didn't hook because I've read stuff, I've watched stuff like that, and I just couldn't do it. 
And I guess you could say that's just the main problem with almost any shonen animes is that the older animes is that it's the old characters they get their power boost then that younger generation comes around you look at baruto you look at gohan goten and trunks you look at um deku you look at um Tanjiro. fire force is new anime you look you look at shinra they all get these overpowered powers well, shinra doesn't have an overpowered shinra has a demon inside of him Okay, that allows him to overpower the antagonist that comes their way, and I guess that's what you can say about shonen animes that they're so repetitive. Um, so would you say? Well, that's like, y'all. That's y'all generation. Well, would you say like your show, like Dragon Ball Super? Would you say it's repetitive? Dragon Ball Super is extremely repetitive. Goku, Vegeta, they face a character that is so much stronger than them. You look at Moro. So how is that your top up? I just love Dragon Ball as a pioneer as an anime um, influence. Okay, let's be real. Can you really keep saying that? Because that's like me saying I love Naruto because it's just a foundation. Because Because I just, I love Goku as a character. I love his sub, his voice, his power-ups. Even if it is just hair transformation, that's just something I like. And even in an anime like Dragon Ball, they give side characters like Gohan, Krillin, Tien, they give him the spotlight. Piccolo, he gave, um, he absorbed Krillin his... only had a spotlight when Goku turned Super Saiyan. Krillin actually had a spotlight in the Saiyan Saga, um, where they were getting defeated by Cybermen. Yamcha died, and Krillin was able to, um, overpower and defeat all the Cybermen, where it was only Nappa left. And even Krillin, even though he died in the Frieza Saga... He was basically one of the most important roles that created yeah, the, the reason, Super Saiyan role. Super Saiyan he was, he Absolutely. is, he is the reason. But yeah. what the thing is, is that Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball, and the old Shonen Big Three like One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach, is that they can build off of side characters. You look at Yamcha, you look at Sasuke. You look at Zoro and Sandri, and I've never watched um, Bleach, so I don't know the side characters. But you look at those. So they, how is that your top? How is that one of your because, top three? Because if you not only looked, because not if you've never looked at Bleach, how can you say Bleach is in your top? Is is, is the top three for you? If you've never looked at Bleach, I'm just saying because Bleach is one of the pioneers of anime. How? How can you say because that? Because okay. even, though, even though I've never seen Bleach, I know that Bleach has such an impact on anime that it is considered a top three. I know that Dragon Ball is the father of shonen anime. Then there's One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. And then it branches out into Demon Slayer, My Hero, and then some even... And then some, like, Attack on Titan, Death Note, Parasite, where it has, like, these really insecure characters that they're able to grow into these other characters but what i'm saying is that these older shonen animes are able to um basically take these side characters like you look at gohan tn piccolo they're able to um basically branch them out and make them so important to the story like you look at piccolo um you look at um piccolo is stronger than super vegeta because or super saiyan vegeta it's android 18 Bully Super Saiyan um, Vegeta, Android 18. 
and um, Android 17 is stronger than Android 18, Piccolo was able to compete with Android 17, which means that Piccolo, even though it is due to absorption, which we do see in the um, Tournament of Power Art, Piccolo is able to get that character growth to um, compete with one of the strongest characters at that time. And even though he is no match for um, first form cell, second form cell, we still see his character growth throughout the story. Where even through the tournament power arc, we see Krillin, Tien, Roshi, um, Krillin, all of them. They all play a part in helping like the main characters, like Goku, Gohan, Vegeta, Frieza. They all they all play a secondary part into the primary parts, and to be able to winning the tournament of power and if we didn't get characters like android 17 to win the tournament of power if goku was to win it he would make some gullible selfish wish like hey i wish to become the strongest then Zeno would have erased all the universes but since 17 and i know i'm doing spoilers so i know none of you watch dragon ball super 17 made the wish to resurrect all of the universes which basically um Zeno, Zeno predicted that um, the winner of the Tournament of Power would resurrect all of the universes, which Seventy did. That also brought into theories like, hey, the other six universes that um, Zeno erased, um, Universe 13 through 18, was also resurrected. So theories and rumors were able to come through. Um, so what I'm saying is that these older um, these old gen animes were able to bring side characters through and basically main characterize them like Gohan and Krillin and Yamcha and um, Sasuke and even I would say Baruto because he's a main character but he's also a side character Naruto um, able to make them turn them into main characters and basically create their own story of how they've the come up um, and how they were able to be overcome and become stronger than the antagonists of the stories. Um, how they were able to overcome and um, go through the story. Gohan, he saw Android 16, which is his best friend. He saw Goku die. Then he saw Cell come back as stronger. And then we see Vegeta has character growth and able to um, absorb his pride and... Um, be able to work as basically a side character for Goku and Gohan to overcome Cell and defeat Cell for good. That's what I'm basically going to say is that the older gens um, is able to bring out the side characters and the newer gens. Jordan, go ahead. <laughs> it's like freaking Dragon Ball fanboy. Dragon Ball fan, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> What's the actual question, anyways? So, I mean, I had a couple animes that I figured that was my top five, right? And I want y'all to kind of disclaim if y'all felt that those were not in your top five. Um, but Trent went in. He went in on Dragon Ball. He, 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 he went in. He went in on Dragon Ball. But there's a lot of anime out there that, um, like Paranoid Agent... Um, that I didn't mention. There's so many animes out there, well, right? And and and, and 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 no, no, I know, right? But for me, these are my top five, right? These are my top five. 
So, and I'm not trying to have y'all say, oh, what's y'all top five? But, you know, again, these are some of the animes that when I grew up, that I looked at, um, and, and Jordan, you know this more than anything, right? We had anime, we had anime, anime on the weekends, right? You're right, right? We, we used to, we used to look at anime on, on, uh, Adult Swim a lot of times. Dragon Ball was one of those, you know, that we looked at. Yeah. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball was one of those. But additionally, there were other animes on that, you know, Parasite, um, Space Dandy, I, I, yeah, not one of my favorites, you know, um, but there were a couple others, you know, Paranoia Agent, um, like I said, Parasite, you know, Kill, um, Hunter, Hunter, uh, My Hero Academia, you know, six out of, six out of ten, so, six out of ten, six out of ten. Well, you know what? Go ahead. Explain yourself. So, look. Here's the deal, right? I believe that My Hero Academia is only a 6 out of 10 purely because despite all the fights it had, despite all the, like, really good moments, right? I still think it is a very, it's a very cliche anime. I think Deku and all the other characters are underrated for a bad reason. I think... They give way too much character growth to the characters that obviously need it, but for most of them, like in Class 1A alone, I think most of these characters just get like the little backstory, and then it's over, right? You, you, don't, you never get those backstories again, like with Momo Yaya Rozu, with... <laughs> you got something to say to me? So, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say this, right? Um... I think the problem is that Deku and the rest of the characters do not get a, a large backstory because there is still a lot of anime to be told. There's still a lot of story to be told. Yeah, five seasons. Right? Yeah, five seasons, right? Five seasons, but it's so many characters spread out through those five seasons. You can tell every character's backstory through those five yeah, you seasons. Don't need to tell every backstory. No, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. But but there's a lot of but you, you you talk about those characters, you talk about a little bit of the backstory, you talk about a little bit about why they came there, and you also kind of figure out, oh, well, you know what? There's also these seven shadows, right? Within Deku's past, within the um uh uh um one the uh, not uh all all above one for all, right? The one for all, right? Not the uh uh all for one but but you know it's gonna happen but here's the thing right that's why there's such a difference between the folks who do um the folks who watch who watch the anime versus the folks who watch the manga the folks who watch the manga absolutely you know what you're gonna watch you know what's coming right probably you know what's coming but 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 the folks who don't uh read the manga you know what I'm saying? Um, you kind of are on edge when it comes to the anime, and you hope, okay, boom, you know this is what's going to happen. Go ahead, Trent. Um. So yeah, basically what he said is um character growth, not only from class one A, but we also realize that characters from class one B and one 
class no from class 1b deserve just as much from class 1a because just because because we know that from the um the interest exam is from killing robots and some of those quirks are not able to kill robots but they're better than class 1a quirks you look at Mineta and his um gray brush you look at ojiro and just his tail and um aoyama and his um belly laser but um the thing is is that my hero is so good at character development and um even foreshadowing because we see that deku has all of these quirks that he has to build up but also we see that deku has one afterwards and some people speculate that it is bakugo and that it does um come back from the movie i don't believe that so what we see is that deku does at the end of the anime end up giving up his quirk and we will see that at the end of the anime but the one thing that I love about my hero is character growth. Is that even from the men's school characters like Mineta and Aoyama and um, some of the even the sidest of the characters like um, Bakugo and Todoroki, you get to see the utmost amount of side character and um, character growth in those characters. Um, and in the tournament of power, we get to see characters like not the tournament of power the. Um, class A versus Class 1B. Um, we get to see character development from Class um, 1B, like Tetsu Tetsu and the um, the Mushroom Girl and um, the guy who can create manga. That they're able to correlate with their power so much that they're able to overcome characters from Class 1A and show that hey, we should have had a chance that um, that the testing system is actually wrong. That. It shouldn't be about how many robots we should kill, but how we should be able to correlate with our powers. And um, that Class 1B characters deserve just as much a chance as Class 1.